Hey everyone, my name is Todd Schmink, and welcome to the From the Couch, where I dive into a variety of mental health topics designed to give you greater insight into how your mind works so that you will have greater psychological flexibility. How much time do you waste? Now, I'm not talking about the times that you're playing video games or engaged in a, a book or a lot of the, the guilt-ridden things that we do for fun. Because if you review the four main areas that we need to focus in order to have a balanced life, that being your health, your area of work, your love, your relationships, and of course your playtime, your downtime, there is a time and place to read a book, play a video game, watch television, or do any other type of hobby or activity. What I mean is how much time are you wasting that you don't realize that you're wasting? But what I'd like for you to do is to consider that there are particular habits, things that you're automatically doing in the background that you're unaware that are wasting time. The most strikingly obvious one is how much time do you spend checking your Facebook posts, your LinkedIn posts, your texts, all the different social media that's out there? How often are you scrolling through emails? The problem with all of these things is that when we do them, we do them in very small bursts. Or sometimes we go down the rabbit hole you know, you click on that one article which got you emotionally charged and you start reading all the posts that everybody else has said and then you file off on another one or you see an advertisement on the side or you see a different post and you end up on a different thread and all of a sudden, two and a half hours have gone by. Or better yet, you're playing something like Candy Crush or any of the other different types of games which just completely keep sucking you in. There's all kinds of bling, all kinds of medals and rewards that you can win if you do X, Y, and Z. Now, like I said, it's okay if we can do this and it's a specific time you actually like to play Candy Crush. It would be no different than sitting down and doing a crossword or perhaps uh, reading a small article or the newspaper or the funnies in the newspaper. Once again, this falls back into that play category of where we focus ourselves in our lives. Hobbies, recreation, recharging our energy. But if we were to take all the time that you actually spent simply glancing at that little one or the two or the three, you know, when you open up your, your phone to go to call somebody and you see on your phone you've got this, the little circle, a little disc with a number inside of it telling you that there are three things that somebody else has posted that are probably trivial and insignificant, but hey, there's a three on this particular application and I want to get rid of the three. We're driven to want to get rid of those numbers. Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, they all know that these are hooks. Their primary goal is to keep us engaged because when we're engaged, there's a more, we increase the likelihood that we're going to be exposed to something that will buy. It's the underlying driving force. Keep us engaged, make more money. It's why these companies are doing so well. And this is not saying that you shouldn't be checking in, that this doesn't help to connect to other people, but there are a growing number of statistics showing how constantly being attached to and paying attention to your cell phone, your tablet, your computer, and all of these social media outlets are causing all kinds of different side effects. 
With the rise of Facebook, for instance, in colleges, we also can see a correlation in the rise of anxiety. Being a therapist and working with people in college settings, this is a primary concern. This is a primary thing which shows up in session working with people in that age range. Since the advent of social media, a much larger rise in anxiety. And a lot of times this is because the things that people post on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, whatnot, are all positive posts. And so we start to compare, even though we may not be aware that we're comparing. But that's a different talk for a different time. If you would like to take back some time in your life, if we can get rid of all of these little spots all over the place all day long and condense them. So pick a time during the day where you will take the time to look at Facebook, all your different social media, and that becomes a scheduled appointment. It has a beginning time, it has an end time. And be careful, set a timer. Have it so that your screen goes off. You can set your screen to just turn off. That's what I do. If it stays on for X amount of times, I actually have it so it's a dead off. You can actually get programs and uh, applications which will do this as well. It'll just give you a reminder. Or set your phone or other something else to vibrate or give you an alarm that'll interrupt your attention. But don't start there. Start with this. Simply see if it's possible for you to mark down just with hashtags on a piece of paper or on your cell phone every time you go on and look at any type of social media platform or you text back and forth with somebody, Snapchat back and forth with somebody, Messenger back and forth with somebody. Mark a hash. Figure out how many hashes you're actually utilizing over the course of a day. I've done this with a few people. It's staggering. It's anywhere from a minimum of about 90 hashtags to as many as 400 hashtags in one day. Now, if you were to equate time then to each one of those hashtags, perhaps you say, well, Todd, it was just a couple seconds. So, okay, let's put three seconds per hashtag. That would be 300 seconds for that, for 100 hashtags or for the instance of that one person who was 400 plus. That's a lot. It's a lot of hashtags. 1,200 seconds that's being utilized, fragmented throughout the day. Having a difficult time focusing on something? It's because you're constantly being interrupted. At the very least, you can turn that off. Mute. Stop those things from coming through so that it stops you in the middle of the day. Excuse me. Excuse me. You're trying to read something. Ding. You're looking over there. Constantly being disrupted. When this happens, this starts to become a behavior. It happens slowly, so you don't notice it. But again, how much time are you losing? And more importantly, what steps can you take to let it all go, to get this time back? One is simply becoming aware that this is something that's occurring with you, and maybe it's not. Two is to grab some data, get some hard numbers. And three, and you can even do this one right away, Simply allot a certain time and a certain portion of time throughout the day when you will check your social media. When your time's up, that's it. Somehow, people survived without all of this before the invention of it. And I think you will too. I also think you'll notice, just like myself and people that I work with have noticed, when you can get away from this, your anxiety levels will come down, your focus will become better, 
you will get more joy and meaning out of life.